Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good, of course. Um, yes. So it <clears throat> is a recording from the minute that I call you um, or that you pick up the phone. And so just so you understand how frustrated I am, I cannot get Anchor to allow me to add you um, on my computer. So how about that for... Um, oh, I wonder I, I don't know, maybe because I'm really not that intelligent. When it comes well, to... I would for a second. Let's see if I can figure it out. Well, yeah, you can always do that since that's what you normally do anyway. But <clears throat> I just wanted to let you know that's where I am. Um, okay. Yeah, I am like, it's recording this, by the way. You're counting it. Only are some really, really, really tech savvy babes here i know i know i'm so upset because oh because damn like what did i buy the cute headphones for and um you know what i mean like are we gonna get this (laughs) girl i've been trying to get this for all since i've been trying not to call you i said we're not gonna call her until we get it but anyway so how was your day it was okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. It's not bad. I mean, it was okay. It was not. It was anticlimactic. Mm, that sounds that, like <laughs> okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Only when it's your day, right? If we were talking about anything else, I don't know if that's. I mean, that's just very good. You know what I mean? Like that's very good for um, for a day in the life of. A harm reductionist. Um, yeah, I'm definitely uh, talking and at the same time uh, looking for what is actually happening because I'm so happy that this is happening. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand. So, like, the thing is that I, you know me, I look at the same thing over and over, over and over, and yeah, nothing, nothing's changed. It's still the same exact thing, but I just thought it would sound cleaner if I uh, were to record it on that. But apparently, it doesn't want us to do that. So here we are. So here we are. <laughs> I'm already logging in to um, make a uh, anchor account to find out what is going on here. So yeah, well. Um, <laughs> As it is, <laughs> as it is, here we go. So, um, yeah. So, if you could just share a little bit about, see all that background noise. Um, but if you could share a little bit about where you are in the world in regards to um, state and and what work you're currently working on. I, I'm not gonna base this damn podcast or any of the podcasts on like people and their their um titles and you know accolades but i do like to give people just a general run of the mill like where where are people at in case they need to get a hold of them and like what are these individuals doing if that makes sense oh yeah um all right so i'm jesse and i am in southwest georgia Mm -hmm. i started out with the georgia overdose prevention 
I contacted them because we desperately needed Narcan in our area. And so, and they desperately needed a Narcan distributor in the area, worked out handy dandy. And so when they sent me the first Narcan kits, glory be if there wasn't cards in the kits for this organization called Never Use Alone. Mm -hmm. And what is this about? So I went online and I said, what? An 800 number people using stuff can call. And if you start having trouble, they call you some help. I'm like, this is so simple. So I went on Facebook and liked and followed the page and sent up a, a Facebook messenger. And Mike, who's the founder, he messaged me back at, on Mike time. I love Mike, but Mike does things on Mike time. He messaged me back and he's like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. You sound real good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. You'll be good on the lines. I got my first NUA call like five. <laughs> and how did that go? Hello? I don't know what happened. I can't hear you. Yeah, now I can. Sorry. Oh, oh hey. See what I'm saying? This is not good. This is not a good thing for me. Oh, that's you know. a, a what this our first our first inaugural podcast together. <laughs> will be brought to the listeners courtesy of Bootleg You. <laughs> bootleg motherfucker. Boot, oh. Bootleg You bringing you Gino and Jesse B. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Okay, so um, the first my first NUA call was freaking amazing. I still talk to that caller today. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, and I fell in love that right right then, right that minute. Um, I I fell in love. So then um, so we don't have anything. <clears throat> we did not have anything going on down here. Um. It, harm reduction wise, um, you know, drug user safety or access or anything like that. Um, I have a daughter on the street who is still in active use. She's doing very well, KB. Um, I mean, she's out there doing what she's doing, but she's doing well. And um, she needed stuff. So I said, well, let's start finding you some stuff. So I started, you know, hitting Amazon and doing online research and this and that. Because I'm also a registered nurse. But we don't get this kind of schooling in school. <laughs> you know, what does that mean, though? Tell, what, what, what does that mean when you say that? That means that people who use drugs are supposed to be rehabilitated. We're supposed to get them off drugs and we're supposed to point them to the straight and narrow and you're we're gonna oh you use drugs drugs are bad blah 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 mm -hmm. um we're not taught that people use substances for a variety of reasons some people use substances because they just fucking like to use substances some people use substances because they can't access mental health or pain medication we're not taught that. We're not taught that people turn to IV opiates because they get their Medicare and Medicaid funding cut and their pain clinic goes from four pills a day to two pills a day. That's not stuff we're taught. 
we're taught junkies. We're taught they all need to be 1013 or Baker acted or whatever, whatever state you're in calls it and they are supposed to be committed. So, um, I quickly learned that that wasn't the case. <clears throat> I start getting things for, for my baby and, and then it's, well, mama, do you have a little extra for so-and-so mama? What about my homie? What, I'm like, what about your homie? I know. <laughs> like, I said, so I said, Katie, I said, where's where are their people? Where are their people? And she looked at me real hard and she said, Mama, you're our people. She said, You're all we got. Mm. Oh, hell. So I went from providing clean injection supplies and Narcan to one girl to about three people to about 20 people to I'm now up to 140 unique individuals every week. Wow. That myself and one other person, Jasmine, Jasmine Kinchelo, she's my hitter. She's my ace in the hole down here. Um, she and I do it uh, every Monday, 100% mobile access. Um, the, so, you know, they I'm, we're giving them injection supplies, but then, you know, got people snorting and smoking. And then, see, I'm a registered nurse and a college professor, see, so I don't really know a whole lot about all this stuff. Um, <laughs> but, like, they need stuff, too. So I start trying to find stuff and get stuff. Okay, well, how are y'all paying for this? Oh, sex work. Okay, all right. Well, hey, that's cool. Hey, I like sex, too. And shit, if I can make money at it, then hey, hey. That's no big deal. <clears throat> hey, we got to be safe. So what are y'all doing to be safe? Oh, y'all, oh, y'all, y'all have a hard time getting condoms, lubes. Y'all don't know what dental dams are? Oh, damn. So here we go. So I get, I get the Narcan from the Georgia Overdose Prevention. Thankfully, Lori Fugit loved me enough to trust me with, with Narcan and to get it to the hands of the people that need it. Um, the safe sex stuff comes from the health department. Doherty County Health Department has got an amazing, an amazing organization going on all the way at the damn end of Doherty County. And we don't have a good transit system. So they got all the shit and the people can't get to it. So I'm very blessed that they let me get the shit and take it to the people. Mm-hmm. And else is bought out of my pocket. Um, all this, all the, the injection kits the snorting kits the smoking kits the hot rail kits um all that stuff is is paid for by me okay okay yeah. but that's it that's it that's it i mean it ain't nothing it ain't nothing <clears throat> it ain't nothing but a thing you know <laughs> so so would you like to say why like is there a main reason as to why you specifically got into this work. I know that you mentioned earlier, um, but you know, to go from being a nurse to, I know that you don't like to talk about accolades or even bring that part of life up, but I was just wondering like what it would look, what it looked like for somebody to step away from that um, part of life to do this part of life, which is extremely, extremely, I guess nursing can be too, but it's extremely, um, taxing like trauma like this is for me i mean like it is the best work i've ever done but it's also 
the hardest work I've ever done when in regards to trauma, trauma experienced on the job, taking on trauma that doesn't belong to me and not knowing where to like give it out to. So what are your, what, what was your main motivator? I know you mentioned your daughter. Um, is that it? Cause I still feel like it might've been more, um, or is no. that just it? No, I mean, that's, you know, so hold on. You're going to hear a little noise, but it's me being real stupid. Hold on. <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> no, no, me and, oh my God. We, oh, you know, when Kaylin, when Kaylin started doing what she was doing, it was unconscionable for me to think that, that this is where we were. Okay. Now, now this is me then. This is not me now. But me and I'm thinking, this youngin's grown up in this house, and she's got now. Now her biological daddy's passed away, but um, you know her stepdaddy has been her stepdaddy since she was nine years old, and I mean she she is just she's well she's had a she's had the perfect life, the perfect childhood, and. What in the hell are we doing? So you're going to get your ass back to this house and you are going to get back in school and you're going to blah, 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 blah. And that just pushed her further away. So I'm fighting and fussing and we're trying to get her. I, I, Lord, if I had a fraction of the money that we have spent trying to get her in rehabs and sober livings, it was all a waste. She didn't care nothing about that shit. She wasn't ready. She still ain't ready. But see, I didn't know all about that at the time. Um, But, uh, me and her got into a fight one day. Mm. And I talk about we got into a fight in the Krispy Kreme parking lot. I drive <laughs> I drive a Jeep and I seen her. I'd been I'd been stalking her ass. I'd been looking for her ass. I had been stalking her and I found her. I saw her. I was on the way to work one morning. I put that Jeep in four-wheel drive. I cut across four lanes of traffic. I drove over a curb, the Hardy's curb, pulled up. We fought in the parking lot. And when we was through fighting, she looked at me. And she threw her hands out to the side and she said, Mama, what the fuck do you want from me? And I opened my mouth and the words that come out of my mouth were, if you could just not die, that would be great. Right. And, you know, yep. it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It, it, it <sighs> literally, it was like, all right, you dumb bitch. You, you know what? All this that you're trying to make her do, just culminates to one big thing you don't want her to die yeah i don't care what she who, who cares that's all super, superfluous it's all fluff we don't don't die little bitch <laughs> and, and when i and when that when she said that and that clicked with me i knew i knew right. that this is what i had to do what what do i have to do to keep my youngin from dying well i did what i think what I well, oh, I can say what I want to, right? <laughs> no, of course you can. This is uh, listen, sponsored by me, sponsored by us, which means we could say whatever we want, whenever okay. we want. So okay. do it. Okay. <clears throat> I don't want to piss off our listeners. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, but but the thing was, I was like, you know, it, it, keep her alive. Keep her alive. What do I got to do to keep her alive? What do I got to do to keep her alive? Well, you know what you do? You do what you think. All, all what I middle-aged white women think. Mm. Narcan. Because Narcan's harm reduction, right? Mm -hmm. Narcan 
folks. And that's what I see um, middle-aged white women doing a lot of is they distribute Narcan because Narcan's harm reduction. Because Narcan's just enough to say you work with, they don't even say people who use drugs. They like to say addicts. Right. Just enough to say that we're helping the addicts, but not enough that you're going to have to get real dirty. That's true. So I started with the Narcan because I didn't know no better. But like I said, it didn't take but about 2.8 seconds. I started seeing these arms and I said, what's going on with these raggedy ass arms? What's going on with y'all's arms? She's like, well, mama, we can't get clean needles. I said, the hell you can't. Their needles are legal in the state of Georgia. Why can't you get needles? Well, mama, it's at the pharmacist's discretion. I said, what you mean at the pharmacist's discretion? Like, <laughs> if they think we're going to do some bullshit with them, they don't have to give them to us. I said, what? I said, oh, that's not right. Well, I started calling some of my pharmacy friends in the hill if it wasn't right. She was right. So I'm like, well, that's not harm reduction. That's not, that's not, that's not cool at all. So that's, that's how, that's how the whole thing went. So then I adopted this idea of, okay, so harm reduction is that we do whatever it is we can do to keep people healthy and keep people alive until they want to change, right? So I'm rocking along with that for a little while. And then I thought, but what if they what if they don't want to change? That's right. They're happy. What if they're what if they like doing drugs? What if they like heaven forbid they enjoy pleasure and drugs bring them pleasure? Well, shit, if I want to drink a beer, I can go to the bar and I can get um alcohol that I know is is tested and checked and it don't have battery acid in it and there's a bartender behind the bar that can call me a cab or that can cut me off or can do CPR or whatever and I thought well why can't drug users have that I mean that's that's some bullshit that's some straight ass bullshit <laughs> so, so then I started thinking okay well harm reduction means doing whatever we need to do to keep people healthy and keep people alive period Period. So, so, but yeah, but then I still wasn't quite right. I still wasn't. I still didn't have it quite right. I think I got it right now, though. But I still wasn't quite right because I was using my nursing judgment and my position as a, as a, you know, a, a college educator and a nursing instructor and professor and all this stuff that I also am that don't mean shit to nobody, but that's just what it is. But I'm using all that to make hear me now i was using all that to make decisions for what i knew was best for these people and then i got to thinking no 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 i said that ain't right either uh -huh. these, these grown folks what do they say is best for them right. what do they say they need so i had my basic information as a nurse about what i knew was healthy but then I had to hit the streets. I had to go buy sacks of Crystal Burgers and Jimmy's Hot Dogs. And I had to ride these neighborhoods and load these people up. I had to load up my sex workers in my Jeep. I had to load up whoever. And we would go sit down at the park by the water and we would talk. What is it that you need to stay healthy and stay alive? What is it that you need that where you're at right now can make your life better. 
Right. What do you need? They started telling me and I started working on it. So now I founded an organization. I founded 229 Safer Living Access. And um, I have gotten a fiscal sponsor and I am working on my own nonprofit status so that I don't have to, you know, I mean, I've got great people, great people supporting me, but you know, I mean, I, if I can free that up and let them support somebody else that's just starting out, that would be great. So here's where we are. Well, here's where we are is right. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to thank you as I'm reading through uh, anchor and figuring out that you have to initiate the call from a mobile device. So we're done with me being crazy, but hey. um, <laughs> I mean, just for now, don't, don't yeah, get just, too excited. It, it's yeah. short lived at best. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to say uh, for, for me personally, and I hope nobody takes offense to this, Georgia it is and continues to be one of the hardest States for me to, um, find people who are not completely stretched, which you are, um, but practitioners that actually have time to sit down and like get to, it's been, it's been hard to access Georgia, you know what I mean? For whatever reason. So when I, um, when I luckily bumped up, I was like, <laughs> we were on that meeting and I was like, I'd really love if anybody knew anybody in Georgia. You're like, that's me. I'm the one. And I'm like, okay. Because yeah, I mean, seriously. Seriously, there's, there's, you got Atlanta Harm Reduction Coalition. You got Access Point um, in Athens. Mm -hmm. And then you hear the crickets chirping, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I heard the crickets chirping without knowing what those things were at all. I mean, it was just a lot of chirping. Oh, so, a lot of and, chirping. And, I got you. Yeah. And I really, um, I think it's so, you know, it's, it's, it speaks to, uh, we had somebody on our kickoff who was from Georgia and they literally asked Blythe and myself if we knew what the policy was in Georgia. And I was like, no, I, I thought that was your job, but I just oh. was like, no, I don't know. Should, are we supposed to know? Like Blythe and I are looking at each other like, do you know? I was like, no, I don't know. Like, I barely know. You know, I'm over here with North Carolina praying to God that they wouldn't pass the um, the bill that they had on the floor. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't necessarily know what, you know what I mean? I was like, Ugh. so, <clears throat> but yeah, also recently I've been uh, included in some Georgia calls and I thought that was very interesting and timely. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 I have no clue. You know what I mean? Other than the fact that I know you're in Georgia, I know that um, Georgia is one of, like, like you stated, there's like one harm reduction organization that's known of, right? I'm sure there are plenty of under underground stuff that's go maybe let me not say i'm sure but uh, <clears throat> but okay. so, yeah so access point is legit they are they're they're legit and they're 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 new though like they're to like two years old but they're friggin they're killing it up there um, but they're in Athens, way the hell away from me and then you've got the atlanta harm reduction coalition um i've not really tapped into them for whatever reason probably probably my fault um <laughs> then you've got there's um there's some people over like around Augusta and some mm -hmm. that are that are kind of doing some stuff that are trying to get some stuff started, 
Um, I think Access Point is working. No, yeah, I think I'm getting that right. Um, I'm almost believing for sure that I that Riley told me that they were trying to maybe help somebody get something going over there. But I mean, all that's going to be like up that's like Atlanta and above. And I'm two out, two and a half, two hours and 45 minutes away from Atlanta. Mm, yeah. I, I mean, like that speaks to like what I was thinking too is like how, how far apart are we talking? You know, it's, 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 it's discerning to me like that <clears throat> we have such limited, such limited resources in so many places. And, and then to hear about how it's like stretched out is just amazing to me. Like, so I do, uh, I do definitely want to applaud you on, on the work that you're doing. And uh, also um, that, you know, that you will continue to do, but just to speak to, you know, I, I used to bitch in North Carolina about, oh my gosh, we need this and we need that for this. And all of the shit that I used to come up with, especially when we were talking about Wake County and I was like, we need, and then I, I went out across the state and it got really rural. And I said, we don't need anything. Actually, we need to put our money together and help out here. Like, we don't need that, you know. Um, so I just, I, I think it speaks volumes to what, you know, all of us, all of us, all of us have seen. And we will continue to see. And it will continue to go like this. And um, it's just unfortunate. You know what I mean? But okay. it takes people like you who are willing to, like, get their, you know, when they say boots on the ground and they're like, boots on the ground, I'm like, do y'all know what that means? That means like, <laughs> that means boots on the ground. That means like you are out there in the trenches, not that you're sitting there presenting on the trenches like I am these days or to speak to that, to speak to that, like, uh, you know, I am, I'm further removed than I've ever been from actually direct services, although I still do direct services. Um, but if you ask me um, professionally, I tell you, no, I do not do direct services. So, <clears throat> but it's just always... It's really interesting to me, um, like what we consider boots on the ground and like what, who is the person that's actually presenting? You know what I mean? It's always funny to me because it's never the person that I or you would be like, yeah, that was the person I would have on a panel. <laughs> like it's always, it's always like the representative of, if that makes sense. So <clears throat> I have been very, um, I have been watching my mouth or not really what no you know I don't do that I just <laughs> I just I try I swear to you I really be trying but like I told you before when I first met you they need to stop inviting me if they don't want me to tell the truth so um that, that part you know and people you know I I, I you know I agreed to do this with you mostly because I didn't have a fucking choice because <laughs> I forced you <laughs> Do like in my face every day. No, I did. <laughs> I did this because I love you and I love you too. I love everything that you stand for, and I love, I love how you advocate, and I love, I just love, 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 and you do too. Um, I've been asked by a lot. I've been a bunch of reporters have asked me to talk to them, and I've been mm. asked things, and I know, I know, people are like, well, you need to do this, and you need to do that, and you need to get yourself out there, and you need to blah 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 blah. You know what? And maybe, maybe I do, but here's the thing. If I get, this is how I feel. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And somebody can look at this podcast and be like, well, you are crazy. But this is how I feel. <laughs> if I'm out there, if I'm out there, 
I ain't got to, I ain't got to stand up in front of nobody and tell y'all what I'm doing when I've got the EMS director and the coroner talking about how our overdose deaths have dropped exponentially since this girl in this Jeep has started doing whatever it is she's doing. Mm, right. And the fact that they don't even know my name, baby. That that part, see, it's that part right there. People are like, all they all they know is UKB's mama. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, I mean, really, that's that's it. They don't, um, or I'm the white bitch with Narcan and shit. <laughs> um, that's it. But I don't, I feel like, I just feel like if I get out there and put myself, if I put my face out there too much and I start talking too much, that it's going to attract attention that I don't want. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I need funding and shit like that. I ain't even going to try to lie to you about that. But I don't, the people that I want to see me, are the people that ain't ready to be seen yet. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like if they see me on the TV and they see me doing this and they see me doing that, they go, they might take a step back and they might think, hmm, mm. is she selling out? What's she going to say? What's right. she gonna, who's she talking to? I can't, you know, and people are like, you know, you get money. Yeah, but you know, all money ain't good money, bro. All yeah. money all money isn't good money. And I think that speaks volumes to like what I don't, <clears throat> I don't necessarily, I'm sorry. I have not had this situation with my throat and all of this, like clearing of it. So if I sound like, let me clear, not, I don't know what this is. It's just constant. But what I wanted to say is that you learn, you learn um, through different grants, how to navigate um, and, and, and set your expectations more or less when they want certain things like, and we want that money. We say certain things to get that money. Are we actually applying that money to what we originally sat down to talk about? You know, I've seen, I've seen a lot of interesting things um, that, you know, got a grant last year. Um, I've never, I'd never applied for a grant before in my life. I don't know nothing about a grant. I don't know what a damn grant is. A grant, a, a grant, what, like a genie grants you a, a wish or what? I don't know what a grant <laughs> Similar. But, <laughs> but I also found out too that, um, you know, I, I sat down and I was like, you know, I was told you can get this, you can do this, you can get this, you can do this. Um, and I, and I worked 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 and, and then I I got the I got the Comer grant. Nice. And I, I you know um and um it <laughs> wasn't a tremendous amount of money, but it was enough money that um I mean I'm still stretching that money out. Well, I got that I got that shit spread so thin you can see through it. Um, <laughs> but, but it was the fact that like when when Mary called me and we talked and we had like a twenty minute appointment, I think we talked for forty five minutes if you can imagine. Mm. Um, but it was like, hey, y'all believe in me. Like y'all, like, like y'all are giving me a chance to show y'all that I'm doing something down here. So 
I mean, it, I don't know that. So, but that's the only one I've done and I got to do, I got to do more, but I don't know how to do them, but I'm just going to learn. I'm going to do some tutorials or something. You but, do know how to do them. Knock it off. Don't I, even, you can tell the people on here, whatever you want, but I'm going to tell know. the truth. I know you know, stop it. Just stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Cause it, <laughs> how do I know how to do something when I'm well I know you know how to help me write that um proposal of work girl I can bullshit through a bullshit <laughs> so can I so can I but I was so I get so caught up and then I'm like hold on wait so yeah um well but I but I did it but that's the thing and and Mary was absolutely amazing about giving me feedback um about the things that she would like to see me highlight more. Um, you know, she's like, yeah, I know you're doing the work. I know you're doing this. And I'm like, well, yeah, but you want to hear about that? She said, yeah, Jesse, because you don't understand. She said, we don't see you. She said, and the things that you don't think are important is the stuff that is so important. That's right. And I was like, oh my God. So, um, so I'm going to start, but as soon as I hung up with her, I came in and like, I had my application saved and, uh, and I went in and actually started working on it right then so that I wouldn't forget the things that she told me because she didn't have to, she didn't have to give me that feedback. And it was just freaking amazing that she did. Um, but you know, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't really remember how I got here. I don't, I don't really I don't remember. I mean, I, I can tell the story, but like, I think about where I'm at now and where I was at three years ago. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is nursing. This, this that I'm doing, this is nursing. That's real nursing, right? This is real nursing. And this right here, let me tell you, I took a pay cut like you wouldn't fucking believe to do this. I'm working two jobs. One of my jobs pays for my supplies. Um, I wouldn't do a thing different. No, right? No. <laughs> no. Good. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. I like to know. Yeah, I think um, I really appreciate, first of all, the time that you're spending um, discussing this. I know we talk and, you know, you're very supportive and I, I try to be supportive as you are, but I can't because the inside of me is not as nice as yours, but <clears throat> I will say, <laughs> you know, I've shared with you before about my feelings on, on doing interviews and what that looks like and how I can have the best conversation and it will be, you know, it in an internet in an interview format they will chop and screw it till all you hear is like junkie sex worker, like, or prostitution. Like they take everything negative. I get that that sells, but like, I refuse to do that today. Like I can hold my ground and be like, yeah, I'm not. So, I mean, I definitely applaud you on, yeah, we don't want to make people um, even less, you know, able to reach more transient. Right. So right. I remember when they were talking about the bill in West Virginia and how, you know, harm reduction had to be um, incorporated with a form and they're fighting that tooth and nail of treatment and how we're taking this invisible population and we're making them even less like it's transient. Right. So it comes and goes. But if you put, if you place in my theory, if you place, expectations on people that they're not ready for and like recovery and recovery and when they've experienced 
things like stigma in the recovery community, whether or not, you know, if they smoke weed, is that okay? So the more expectations that we think we know a person needs is the further we push them away. Right. You know, that's just me though. And I'm just, you know, I'll get off that kick before I talk myself into. But you're you're right. You know, when, when Kaylin, when Caitlin threw her hands up, Mama, what do you want from me? Yep. Stay alive. That it's be- so crazy because there's, and I'm, I'm just going to stop you because you know uh, my story. There's yeah. so many interwoven things that are happening when I hear that, that are like, like with my mom, like, you know, I remember my mom saying, you could buy a mansion with all the money you make. Like you could literally buy a mansion. And I said, um, I said, I wouldn't do any of this if I wasn't on drugs. Right. You know, like there's, if I yeah. knew how to, I remember I called her crying one time and I said, if you have the fucking blueprint for how to make this stop, I'm going to need you to give it to me. Since you keep saying, I said, I don't, I don't shoot up to get high anymore. I shoot up to be normal. Like yeah. I need a baseline. I need to be normal. So, you know, um, that is just yes. me. Yeah, man. Like it speaks volumes. Like it's hard for us to, to see what, yeah, that's like, you know, people are constantly coming at me. Well, have you tried this? Well, have you done that? Well, have you done this? Well, have you done that? Okay. Well, first off, it ain't, it ain't got a fucking thing to do with me. It ain't me. Right. Okay. That's fine. Thank you. I'm fine. (laughs) And if you ask her most days, KB, she's fine too. Right. Here's what I tell them. There's a, there's a song called by a band, by a, a rock band, a heavy metal band called Megadeth. That's the name of the band, Megadeth. They have a song called Peace Sells. The, it's the fucking, it's amazing. And it's almost like my battle cry. It, and it really almost has become my battle cry. There is a line in that song, Gino, that says, if there's a new way, I'll be the first in line, but it better work this time. Stop coming at me with your bullshit theories about how people need to be handled. Stop trying to handle people. Mm. Stop. And just, you know, when, when you come up with a new way and it works, come talk to me. But until then, just step, just step and just, just stop. Like for real and allow people to tell you what they need. I swear to goodness. If I, if Ooh. I've never said anything else, like they can tell you what doesn't work just like they can tell you what they think might work. So I don't know why we keep saying, they keep saying, you know, this is what I need. And we keep saying, no, this is what I need. And we say, no, this is what I need. And nope, nope. How dare you ask for that? Like, what are you? So until we fit it into this little box that you've neatly prepared for yourself or the fact that you are, you know, your best practice is based on the belief system that somebody has to come see you at a health department. Like, I don't understand that. Like, you know, I remember being in a meeting um, with a lot of money involved and it was, um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. And I remember um, one of the ladies sitting there and she says, the only way I can track to see, you know, like where, my person, my clients, they call them clients, where my clients are is I checked the mugshots. And I said, what if, here's a theory, instead of us waiting on 
um, individuals to reach out to us? What if we tracked them by the number of times we reached out, right? So if they don't call, that's cool. But if we flipped what we're asking of and put ourselves in that, how much better off will we be? Then you might have actual people that think that you want to know how they're doing as opposed to, oh, well, I'm just looking at, you know, um, the mug shots. What are you talking about? Um, that, is, that is so nasty. Like, oh. all the way up. Like, shut all the way up. Yeah, please hurry up and shut all the way up. So I've, I've got a place that I go that um that has a lot of sex workers. And I, I think that I think of, of everybody, I think that this is probably my most favorite place to go. I know Jasmine says it's her absolute most favorite place to go. I love I love going to this place so much and I love these people so much. Um and there was there was one, one of, one of my loves that, and I, you know, they may be, they may be her clients. They're my loves because I love them all so much. So that's what I call them. There was one of my loves that I did not see last time. And, um, they don't have a phone, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, I, I, I never ask my loves their name. When I meet them for the first time, I say, Hey, I'm Jesse. What would you like me to call you? What can I call you? And I get whatever name they want to give me. And that's fine. Well, this this person has given me the name, but I didn't see them last the last week. So this week when we pulled up, Jasmine's like, we better see so-and-so. And I'm like, well, if we don't, we're gonna go, we're gonna go hunt them down. Mm-hmm. And um I heard I heard I heard their mouth all the way down the road. <laughs> Here I come. They come running apologizing. I am so sorry. I didn't see you last week. I'm like, baby, you don't have to apologize. I just had said that if I didn't see you this week, that, that they cut me off. Said, you're going to come, you're going to come find my ass, wasn't you? Uh. I said, yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I was. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happens though, right? Like it was so, <laughs> I was at um, <laughs> Bojangles, right? And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching this kid like, and I was like, uh, you know, like not thinking twice about it, but I'm watching him look on the ground to pick up cigarette butts so he can smoke. And I know what that looks like. So right. I'm like, hey. And then um, I grab a cigarette out of my pack and I give him the whole pack. And that's not being bragging or anything. That's just, I mean, I've picked up cigarette butts off the ground with no idea where they came from. So I give, really I give, I give people cigarette packs of cigarettes. And I don't even damn smoke. <laughs> I mean, well, Exact same thing. I'll take one. I'll take one out because I might want to hit it for hard times later. But yeah, I do the same thing. I can buy more. Right. Exactly. Exactly my thought too. But not only that, so I give it to him and I was like, he was like, oh my God, thanks. And I was like, yeah, he's like Gina. And I was like, oh my God. And so I was like, what's up? And he's like, where you been at, man? And like, so I'm going around and he remembers me or he knows me from harm reduction, like um, with NCHRC. And he's like walking around to the window. And I was like, you want to get in? And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, two hours later. But, you know, I just, um, I just think it's amazing uh, how, how like people remember. I, I remember people from active use because of their kindness. You know, we're, I, I also remember the adverse and I don't necessarily remember people in general. That's a lie. The doctors were horrible. I would wake up with all these track marks and there'd be like, um, students and the doctor would be like, this is what track marks look like. And I just came out of like an overdose. So I get it. So, Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, I love you. And I just wanted to spend a few minutes with you. I'm looking over this thing that's about to make me so fucking angry. But um, I just wanted to share um, you with the rest of the world just a little bit. They can only get a little bit, but they can't. Um, no. no. And once I just so you know, um, probably the next one we'll host together. So you can call me and then I can bring the other person in and we can talk to somebody else. Um, Cause you know, we don't know what we're doing yet, but I do know that I want you to be hugely, hugely, hugely a part of this. And I want to do any, anything you want to do. Already hear me doing it with you. Girl, where's the thunder that talks like that? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but funders also tie up a lot of bullshit. Uh, so I'm grateful for the freedom that we have right now because it won't stay like that. But I just want to say have a good night. Um, I really appreciate this. Um, and yeah, I'm going to post it. So good luck. All right. <laughs> Bye, I love honey. You. What?